Welcome back, everybody, to the third episode of the Knowing Your Why podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Parsons, and today's episode will be about hard work and determination. So with hard work, it's really important to put in your all, put in your best effort, and just continue with all you've got to put in that hard work for getting that goal accomplished or just doing anything that really makes you happy and working hard for it. And then determination is also really important because having the determination to continue going despite adversity, to continue going despite a failure, it's really important to understand what to do in situations when hard work and determination are effective and will help you become better. So today with me, I have my boyfriend, uh, Jeremiah Woods, an alumnus of Wayne State College, and he was the former uh, Student Activities, Student Senate uh, Board Representative for Student Activities Board. And Adam Smith is the current Student Senate President. So thank you guys for coming today. Of course. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Oh, my God. Uh, I'll a good start. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. So... Just to kind of like start off, like kind of like I can just kind of like share some like our own experiences of hard work and determination. So one of the things that I've done is actually kind of like everything leading up to this podcast. So, yeah, it like originally started as like a mental health program for Wayne State, actually. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of obstacles through that, a lot of setbacks that I had to work through. And eventually it didn't end up working out at Wayne State. So I kind of just looked at, looked at it from a different perspective and took it elsewhere and then from the campaign that I have resiliency strong I just kind of wanted to do more with that and just continue doing more and not just stay in one place so I made it into a podcast so but through all of that just like the hard work through it like just the consistency of like okay this plan didn't work okay there's like 25 letters in the alphabet so or 26 letters but 25 more letters in the alphabet to use so I just kind of revamped it every time that something didn't work. I just kind of looked at it from a different perspective and just kept at it. And then the determination, like, just this whole goal that I have, like, God definitely put it in my heart three years ago to do something with mental health. And it's definitely not what I had in mind, but it's what God has in mind. So I'm going with it. And um, it's it's been a journey so far. But can you guys kind of explain, like, what your journeys are with, like, hard work and determination? Well, I can go first. Uh, so, I mean, from the very beginning of, you know, going to school here at Wayne State and, you know, graduating uh, and now, you know, kind of uh, cultivating a lifestyle and a life that I want to live, um, it's all been through hard work and determination. And, you know, I think Adam can also speak to this, you know, being kind of that first generational student who went who went to college and has completed college and graduated with a degree you know you don't really um have anyone that has had the same experience as you i'm the only woods in my family i have cousins who have you who have you know went through college and you know have you know went on to get their masters and doctors or whatever but to be the only woods that's a whole different ball game big deal yeah, yeah. so you know I, you know, many times, you know, a lot of, you know, the my parent, well, my aunt and uncle who raised me and, you know, everyone that, you know, 
was around me to support me didn't understand, you know, college and college life and, you know, how much it took to graduate. You know, they understood, you know, it, it's taking a lot, but they could never relate. So, you know, when I did graduate and get it done, you know, it was just something that was amazing to them. So now I'm in that point in life, like, what's next? And, you know, now I'm cultivating and working on something else up my sleeve. So, mm-hmm. yeah, hard work and t- determination is something that, you know, I'm kind of built off of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think an interesting perspective for me and Jeremiah, you can share a little bit about this too, because you've experienced this longer than I have. I think that being in the setting that we're in here in rural America is awesome. It provides us with a lot of opportunities, smaller class sizes, lots of ways to be engaged and be a leader. But the other part of that coin that a lot of people don't really understand is being a minority student in rural America. Oh, yeah. So for me, coming out as gay two years ago, I didn't really recognize what that was like. You know, when you coming in as an African-American student in rural America, it's a different, it's a whole different ballgame. You're consistently having to work harder than everybody else. You have to be more determinative and really, Mm -hmm. you know, stick your neck out harder than other people have to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it takes a toll. Sometimes it really messes with your mental health and it kind of makes you feel like that you don't belong here. But at the end of the day, you know, hard work and resilience and determination, those are the things that get those people through, you know, and that's why you've gone on to graduate and have done some really good things and you're figuring out your life now. And I'm just about there. It's <laughs> still kind of figuring <laughs> yeah. things out, you know, but I mean, I really think that that's just an interesting perspective is, you know, being LGBTQ, being african-american asian being an international student in rural america it's not easy it it definitely isn't because not only are you trying to cater to your own minority group as an individual to show that you you belong in some way shape or form but you're also trying to almost impress yeah (laughs) the the people around you mm -hmm. who are in this rural america that you may never know or ever see again after you graduate but while you're here you need to I prove almost mm-hmm. prove yourself. Yep. <laughs> yep. And the other thing I find really interesting too in this kind of setting that we're in is that you talked about you know the being in the minority group versus being out of the minority group. And I think what's really interesting about that, and maybe you can also attest to this, there are times when you recognize that if you want to get something done, you're gonna have to work with the other side of the aisle, and that other oh, side of the yeah. aisle mm-hmm. may not like you at all. Oh yeah. And you have to be willing to put in that work, and yeah. you have to be willing to make that choice. And what I find really interesting is that oftentimes when you make that choice, the in-group, that minority group that you're a part of, they almost are angry at you for wanting to work with the other side. But they don't see the bigger Mm -hmm. picture. You know, they don't see that, you know, if we want funding to do what we want, we have to kind of give a little on this. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that's not easy. But I think that those experiences, they almost make us better leaders because Mm -hmm. a lot of what leadership is is compromise. A lot of what leadership is, is finding common ground. But I think as minority students in rural America, that comes out a little bit more than I think it would in, say, a Lincoln or an Omaha setting. Oh, yeah. Would you agree? I mean, I, I think, you know. I mean, with most of that, there there is a certain level of, you know, kind of uh, tailoring yourself to, you know, a different group of people each with each you know, setting, you know, absolutely uh, having to be professional with, you know, the faculty and staff and then, you know, coming down uh, to the level of, you know, the student body and, you know, being a part of that group. Uh, and then, you know, when you go home and leave the titles here on this campus, you know, being, you know, Adam or Jeremiah in your family, 
uh, and, and them sometimes not realizing how important what you're doing up in college is. Mm-hmm. They just want you yeah. to get that degree and, you know, graduate. Whereas, you know, you know, when you get back to that campus, you got, you know, 15, 20 things you got to get mm-hmm. done to keep your so-called title <laughs> right. And yeah. You up, yeah. You brought up another interesting point that I think is worth talking about, you know, and, and I respect my parents a great deal. They never finished college, you know, so mm-hmm. for them, me going to college was a super big deal. And they mm-hmm. just said, you know, you got to finish, you got to finish, you got to finish. But what they also don't recognize is that if I want to finish, if I want that to mean something, I've mm-hmm. got to do more than the average person mm-hmm. has to do. So I was involved mm-hmm. in clubs. I was doing extra community service stuff, you know. And a lot of that wasn't just because of, like, the rewards I was going to reap in the end because that's not the only reason you should do something, right? That's right. so self-interest, and that's not not why you should ever do something, exactly. at least solely by itself. Um, but it's because we start two steps behind everybody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe you more so than I do, but I think that there is a storyline there that needs to be shared with people. Because oh, I think a lot of times people just don't understand. And definitely, I, I and a lot of times, I, uh, the notion that, you know, well, if you go to school and do what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to know. Sometimes it's, if I, I got to go to school, make the grades, and then do something even more. You know, I got to mm-hmm. I gotta make the name for myself as well. Because mm-hmm. I can't, if I don't have anything to back myself up on, like, you know, it's game being, over. Yeah, exactly. Being yeah. SAB rep, you know, it's helping me a lot in the, you know, job world, looking for a job and searching for, you know, the right career. It, it, it really is because I have something to talk about. Now, if I now if thinking back, if I had decided not to. Oh, mm, man, I would have yeah. been four <laughs> steps behind at that yeah, point as an African-American yeah. male in this world, in this society, because they expect a little bit more. They they want a little bit more so you know i'm signing up for jobs and the main interest is you know all the you know work history that i have more than the degree they're like yeah we see that you have this nice degree but let's talk about your resume let's talk about how many Mm -hmm. things are on your resume Mm -hmm. and this notion that you're going to get through college and do nothing else but get through college and graduate with a degree good luck yep good luck with 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 your only uh degree under your belt because at the end of the day most jobs are going to be happy yeah great you graduated from college but what else what else did you do what do you what did you do in that time did you go to class and then go back home and do nothing or and turn in the grade straight a's and i'm telling you i did not have straight a's i was far from straight a's i got straight a's maybe in my last two semesters but I did not get straight A's. I definitely got out of college, and I got my degree. Uh, but that resume, that's all they care. They they happy with, oh, great, you have a degree. Let's talk about your resume. Let's mm-hmm. talk about all these things that are on here. What did you do here? What did you do here? And they love it. All yeah. these jobs love it. So that notion of I'm going to get straight A's and, you know, go back to my room and do nothing – you need to change your mindset. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. well, that's another thing that blows my mind, too. Maybe you guys know people, and there's nothing wrong with this. I don't want to, like, call anyone out here because I think that some people are just more blessed and have more opportunities than others. But mm-hmm. I remember sitting back my freshman year, and, and I was looking around me, and I saw how many friends I had whose mom and dad were paying for their tuition, paying for their rent, paying for their car, paying for their cell phone, paying for their food. Mm. Like, they didn't have to do anything. Yeah, They just went to class. They went home. You know, they did their thing, played video games, watched Hulu, Netflix, whatever. (laughs) But 
and, and you know, and again, that's not anything that they're doing wrong necessarily, because that's mm. the situation they were born into, and they've been very blessed, and that's awesome. But when you're in this position that you and I are in, and once again, you more so than I, it just gives you a different perspective on life. You know, you work harder than everyone else mm-hmm. because, like I said, you know you're always operating two steps behind everybody. Well, I mean, for me, actually, I did get to see that other side. I, I was very blessed with my aunt and uncle who actually did, you know, pay for uh, whatever I needed my freshman and a little bit of my sophomore year. But after that sophomore year, um, they uh, backed off. They said, you know, you need to get a job. You need to find something. We mm-hmm. don't care if it's in, you know, chart wells. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm the type of person um, that will not work in certain places at certain places or do certain things. So I said, you know, that'll be my last resort, but I'm going to find the job that I want to do. I'm going to, if I have to work, if I have to do it, I'm going to do it my way. So mm-hmm. with that, you know, kind of, you know, on my back, in the back of my mind, you know, I was lucky and blessed enough to find uh, a job at the information desk, which is not existent now. But <laughs> dang it, <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, I was blessed to find, and that job just kind of, kind of fell in my lap because mm-hmm. I was always there. My friends used to work for the information desk, and it was my place that I went to talk to them, to relax, to sometimes do my homework the rest of the night. Like I was at the information desk more than I probably should have been, but <laughs> eventually. The uh, the supervisor that was over <clears throat> it saw me and it was like, you know what? Do you just want a job? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, sure. And that was like the moment. Like God had blessed me to you know finally get a job on campus. That was my very first job on this. And campus. then that led to more opportunities, yep. Yep. more opportunities. Because those as soon you know I got that job and then there was a couple there was changes in the supervisor role and things like that. And when the change in the supervisor role, that's basically what Tiffany took over uh that just opened up god bless putting tiffany there because that opened up a whole bunch of doors Mm -hmm. for me that she uh assisted in opening uh for me to you know jump right into different levels of things because i took that's what and that's crazy to think about it because that simple information desk job led to you know sab and you know the mailroom job and and, all the senate stuff and everything but if i had you know been so you know i guess i don't know self-righteous in myself that oh this information desk job is nothing i probably would have missed out on all the other opportunities but because i said you know what let's do it let's try it what's the worst that can happen right Disclaimer, yeah. working for Chartwells is really not that bad, you guys. It's actually a really fun job. I worked there for a year, loved it. Shout out to Chartwells. Um, but no, I, 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 that's just for me, guys. Literally, I that that I I am a person that will not work in the like food industry. Like I, that's just not for Poor me. Mary French, she's gonna listen to this and go, what? The but heck? but yeah, oh but that's individual decision. Yeah, not everybody no, is and, the same yeah. way. It's, it's, yeah. it's not for everyone. Just like working for SAB, planning events. That's oh not gosh, for some people, yeah. You know, yeah. I tell I tell some people about SAB and everything we do, and they're just overwhelmed. I'm like. Really? You're overwhelmed by? I think yeah, I'm having. I'm, like, I'm having fun I'm over here. Having fun. I'm the time of my life. Whereas bingo and yeah. stuffing yeah. animals. Heck yeah. And then I have friends yeah. that work for like Chartwells, and they're like, "Yeah, I, I'm fine with it. I have fun." 
I'm like, I could never. Yeah. <laughs> like, how long has Bumba and Morgan been there? They've been there forever, haven't oh, they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they yeah. seem to really like it. But. They like it. Yeah. So. And so, like, another thing that I thought about with, like, hard work and determination, like, it's kind of, like, a part, like, if you're ever, like, stuck on, like, kind of knowing what to do to, like, put in the hard work and mm-hmm. put in the determination, um, <clears throat> it's definitely a time to look back at other moments that you've had to put in hard work and determination and be like, okay, what was I like then? What did I do in that situation mm-hmm. to build myself oh, up? And, yeah. like, not every situation is going to be the same, obviously, but some aspects will be helpful. Like, if you specifically, like, reached out to someone during a specific hard time, do that again because they might be able to help you again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and, like, and I think, you know, one example that I think of when you spoke to that, so when I ran for Student Senate President back in the spring of 2019, you know, me and my vice president at the time, you know, he was a freshman. He was just getting on his feet with life here. And I was a junior trying to figure things out with my personal life. And it was just not a really good time for me looking back now to probably be running for that position. I kind of, if I were to do that all over again, I probably would not have run just because I wasn't in the place to kind of take on that responsibility. But I am grateful that I did because it taught me a lot that I brought forward when I ran for re-election in 2020. Yeah. Like it just, it really it put my perspective back into place where I was like, okay, why did I run the first time? Like with, I had all this crap going on in my life, like all this personal stuff, trying to figure out if I was gay, straight, bi, you know, like whatever, trying to figure all that out, dealing with, you know, family stuff that was kind of a byproduct of all that, you know, and I look back on that and I just think, you know, we brought a lot forward that we learned from that first time. And that's why we were successful the second time around. We learned from the failure and we didn't see it as a failure. Yeah. We saw it as an opportunity to grow. And we thought, okay, what do mm-hmm. we need to do in the next year to convince people that we're the right people for the job? And we did. Yeah. Um, and I think that with anything you do in life, that should always be the mindset. You know, if you go for something, you have a goal in mind, you know, get you don't get it the first time. Like you don't get into grad school. You don't get that score on that entrance exam that you need. What's the mindset? You either give up mm-hmm. and you leave it all behind and you walk away from it altogether. Oh, yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. I, I don't. I want to stress this. This is. It's not a bad thing to walk away sometimes, because ambition. I actually just had a conversation with my uncle about this last night. He told me that you can't let ambition get in the way of reality. Like ambition is a really good thing, but you can't let it drive your life to the point where you miss other opportunities. If that kind of makes sense, you know. I mean, so we were talking about you know me applying for law school, and you yeah. know if I just keep going year after year and nothing happens, you know he was just like you know find something else that you think you're good at, you know, and we just had a nice conversation about that, and I think that's really important. It was a perspective I never really thought about, and I think you know it's okay, it's good to learn from failure, and you should definitely carry that with you. But you know he really hit home but, that. But you that's know, but that's also like if you think about it, taking it into another perspective, putting your effort into something that keeps failing, you keep getting the same results. You must need to change something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, and, and a lot of times something. that change is just taking an entirely different path. Literally. And I can attest to this because I knew I was supposed to graduate from college. I knew in my heart of hearts, this is what I'm supposed to do before I take the next step, you know, of, mm-hmm. you know, working on my dream and goals and vision. I have to graduate from college. And uh, I don't know who I'm doing this for or, you know, other than myself, but by me graduating college, I helped somebody in this world. I helped, whether it's in my family or somebody, I helped somebody. I know it for sure. But it, it took me graduating college to do that. But in the middle, you know, I, I'm spinning my wheels trying to, you know, graduate 
with a you know business degree mm-hmm. because that's the thing that I think will get me to my vision, my goal, my overall life dream uh, in the future. And I think that's what's going to take. That's what's going to take. And eventually, you know, after failing so many times, I, I I was forced to take a step back and say, really question. All right. Is this what I really need to do? Is this, you know, what's going to get me graduated? What's going to actually help me? And I found that, no, that business degree that I was trying to strive for for so long. And it has nothing to do with the business degree. It had everything to do with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not built for that. I'm not built to, you know, go and, you know, through a business degree, run a business. No, God didn't mean that for me. He mm-hmm. meant for me to go through the communications field and do it more along that realm, along mm-hmm. that, you know, track of running a business mm-hmm. and understanding that the things that I don't know, I can hire somebody else to do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and I think that's another thing that's really important when we talk about resiliency and hard work and mm-hmm. effort. Yeah. Sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself when you're working hard at something is admitting that you're not the smartest person in the room. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. you gain a perspective from someone who is mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. gets you to where you need to be. It doesn't have to be done alone. I think so many times people think, okay, if I'm going to get to from point A to point B, I got to do it by myself. I got to put in this much effort and then that's the end of it. If it doesn't mm-hmm. work out, it doesn't work out. They never really think about, okay, maybe I can ask this person to help me out. Maybe I can mm-hmm. ask this person for help. Maybe I can get this resource that'll help me get there. You know, a lot of times people just don't think outside the box in that way. And I think that's super important. And it ta- a lot of times it, t- it takes a lot of humility because sometimes it's hard to admit you're not the smartest person in the room. But literally because yeah. uh, after like, I guess a week or so before I was about to graduate with my you know, public relations degree, I had seen one of my old business professors and we got to talking and I was like, yeah, I'm about to graduate and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, that's awesome, you know, and I know you want to, because it wasn't no secret that I wanted to run my own business. Mm -hmm. But he was just like, you know, I'm glad you changed. I'm glad you're graduating. And I'm glad you realized that you don't have to be, you know, in the major that, you know, you're going to be running. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be, you know, a business major to run a business. You can hire people to do the things that you fall short at, and that's okay. That's totally fine. That's how people do it, actually. And most of the CEOs in this world don't know everything about their business, but they know enough to run it, and Mm -hmm. that's all you need. And I was just like, that was eye-opening, and that was something that, you know, at the time I kind of needed to realize that, you know, I'm doing the right thing here. I'm going the right direction. And going back to that thing about ambition, you know, Taking your effort and and making sure that it is something that is progressing you mm-hmm. and not just spinning your wheels and, you know, the ice or mud is, mm-hmm. is yeah, very yeah, important. You're, you're channeling <laughs> your energy in a way that's effective. Exactly. It produces outcomes. Exactly. And but sitting here and putting because I, I didn't change when I changed majors, I did not change my effort to college or to my studies. It was the same amount of effort mm-hmm. and studying and putting work into my assignments, literally in the same amount of procrastination because there was a little bit of that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, Always. But it was the same level. But I yielded something different from the major I was in, not because it was easy because, man, <laughs> communications yes. is not an easy major at no. all. It's not. But, but, but. This this effort that I was putting into, you know, business, I was putting the same amount, same amount of hours studying everything 
uh, into this major, and it was just like, wow, this is yielding a lot more out of it. I'm getting way better grades, and I'm able to put a whole bunch of other stuff on top of that. Oh, Nothing couldn't better. stop me. You couldn't stop Nothing me. Better. So, <laughs> so how has the major change helped you with like your business idea aspect, like? So when when it comes to the business idea uh, and me working on that, actually, it has kind of made me more imaginative and given me the ability to realize that, you know, there's no singular way of getting to, you know, success with any type of business, to be honest, mm -hmm. but specifically with my business and everything that is going to uh, kind of be a dipping into um everything is you know everything is just i don't know everything has to have a creativity to it and this major yeah. has taught me how to bring that creativity to a whole new whole new level uh mm -hmm. with communications degree there's no singular way of doing anything because yeah. in com, you, you <laughs> often have to take the perspectives you don't like. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I remember I had, I, so I'm, it's no secret that I'm a liberal. Like, no secret whatsoever. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, liberal. Yeah. <laughs> Snowflakes. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, so I had to write a paper once about Donald Trump's, one of Donald Trump's speeches. I can't mm -hmm. remember which one it was. And I absolutely hate hated writing it i hate it because i had to pick out good things that he was doing mm -hmm. worst thing i've ever had to do as an undergrad but <laughs> it gave me a lot of perspective about how when you're analyzing something it's not your job to be critical it's your job mm -hmm. to be analytical mm -hmm. it's your job to realize okay yeah like they did this okay like it, you know exactly and uh it just it gives you a different mindset when it comes to creativity because you have to really think outside of the box in order to get yourself to like literally yeah. finish those things that you absolutely and, despise and, and really asking those hard questions that you really don't want to ask because you know you have to answer them and the answer is going to be something that you don't like so yeah, like, <laughs> so sitting there and uh, being like ah uh, i have to ask this question and this might destroy the whole plan and this might just destroy my whole you know ambition to get this done because I have to answer this question, but if I don't answer this, I'm gonna be forced to later, and it's gonna be during a time where you know I'm really, mm -hmm. really critically not able to yeah. you know take the time to, to answer it. it and fix it. <laughs> yeah, I remember I had to write a paper on, like it was a negative analyzation of Hillary Clinton, mm. and I was like, and my roommate came downstairs. Hillary Clinton's and, like yeah. his favorite. Oh, I love woman her. On Earth. Love her. <laughs> And uh, my roommates come downstairs after I got done writing it, and I just must have looked like I was sick. Like, I just did not look good. They're like, you okay, Adam? I was like, I need a drink. I need a very stiff drink after that. That was awful. But, um, yeah, you know, I think uh, being in communications, it really does give you a perspective on life and just on issues in general that we face as a society every day. Mm -hmm. Because you have to look at both sides of the coin mm -hmm. before you make a, like an analytical decision on what mm -hmm. you think is best. There's no straight answer. Yeah. You nope. can't just go to and the textbook and be like, oh, there's the answer. No, yeah. you got to think. And, yep. and in the wise words of Teresa Morales, everything is rhetoric. <laughs> everything is rhetoric. Yep. And Brie, you're going to find this out in public address here very soon. Everything is rhetoric. Oh my God. Yep. Everything we do is We're rhetoric. So it's just crazy. But And yeah, definitely. Speaking of Morales, she once said, she once told me that, um, <clears throat> not to go against the people that are like science majors and education but 
us in like communication and like the arts and creative majors like education music or not education communication music arts those people use creativity a lot they use um, the creativity that they have to create new things and think of different perspectives and there's no right one answer they're like no, no, literally no, in no, communication no. there's like 50 different definitions of communication Mm -hmm. So, and that's the huge difference between like communications and science or math. Yeah, in science or like, math. There's one answer. There's one answer to, to everything. At. Where communications, it could be two answers, and mm -hmm. you just, you just analyze and you you choose. And really going back to you know, kind of the topic of being resilient and things like that. If you think about it, even after you're done with college and you get your degree and whatever it is, whether it's you know communications, bachelors in um, um, business or, you know, whatever, basket weaving, whatever. <laughs> Underwater basket weaving. <laughs> hey, <literally. laughs> That's a major Wayne State College needs to invest oh in. Oh, my God. No, mm -hmm. please don't. <laughs> we don't need another pool crisis. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, oh, my gosh. But, uh, no, it's amazing to me because, you know, it, it doesn't really determine your intelligence. It doesn't. It doesn't nope. say anything about your intelligence because you read it from a textbook and then you basically transcribed it into whatever homework assignment or test you needed to get done. Yeah. What really, you know, tests your intelligence and you know your creativity is what you do for that assignment. What you do to you know get to that end means of you know this is the product I produced. Uh, and the guy by with the guidelines that you gave me, and I'm proud of this product, mm -hmm. and I and I can tell you the ins and out of this product, and I can tell you where I got the information, who I got it from, and why I decided to go with that information. Mm -hmm. And you know, I remember uh, watching a video of Elon Musk, you know, basically saying, you know, I don't I don't determine intelligence from uh, a degree bachelor's degree as you should i i determined intelligence by you know what people do and you know how people you know navigate life and i I, th I think that should be very true to how we should see each other you know just because i have a bachelor's degree should not mean anything about my level of intelligence i right. i can easily show you my level of intelligence through the work i did with sab yeah, exactly. That's, that's like it's not <laughs> just about the degree, like what like what you guys were saying earlier. Like, what else is on your resume? Like yep. that stuff also tells like your intelligence. Like, are you a hard worker? If, like, yep. if you can tell that you're a hard worker if you're involved in a lot. If you just tell them you played video games all day, exactly. that's not going to show your hard work mm -hmm. or determination. And I think that's what it comes back. That's what Elon, you know, Elon Musk was really talking about. Like, I this is why I don't, it doesn't mean anything if you have a degree. The intelligence part is. What else were you doing while you were there? Were you just yeah? Were you going to class and going back home, or were you trying to do something? Were you trying to make your name? Why were you trying to invest your time in something more that's more than just you? More mm -hmm. than yourself. You're building your personal yeah. brand. Like Literally, you're, you're building up what you think your values and beliefs are, and you're applying those to leadership, club, and organization situations. Exactly. So it, it's so important that you don't just take all your talents and you know love for you know whatever it is and say you're going to go to college and then go to college and go to class and then go home study go home you know yeah. that's that's not good enough and you yeah. need to do 
little bit more. <laughs> and like, yes, college is about the education. That is very true. But college is also about building those connections and building that resume. Oh, yeah, because I think like, we, everyone in this room can agree. It's not what you know anymore. It's, it's who, who you know. know. Yeah. Jinx, jinx, jinx. Yeah. But and, and that just even speaking back to, you know, your connection with Tiffany and how that led to so many opportunities for you. That's yeah. just a prime example. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, knowing one person can change your whole life. Literally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I've had so many instances where that was the case too and i think a lot of people on this campus understand that but because literally when i when there were things that i wouldn't even thought of and tiffany was like i got the just the person for you and she emailed me or talked to me as soon as i get in office i had this opportunity and i I think you would be a perfect person to do it and at first i was one of those people who were like oh, i don't know but after a while it's just like yeah let's do it let's try it let's see how it goes yeah. And that ended up with opportunities, you know, beyond my imagination and my opinion mattering more than, you know, I could ever think it would matter mm-hmm. <laughs> on this campus. Mm-hmm. Which is and, a big deal. And the main reason why a lot of people have their jobs on this campus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those search committees got yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, got a lot of them. But yep. it, it's, it's, it feels good to be, you know, included in, into things like that. But, you know, it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't what got that first job as mm-hmm. the info desk worker and didn't think anything of it i just did my job and went to school and eventually that turned into something else and you know looking for that next opportunity because while i was at the info desk i wasn't just sitting there i was thinking about okay this is making me good money now but what's you know, next what's next Thanks. what's what's going to make what's going to make me feel you know like I'm doing something here more. And with the InfoDesk, actually, I think that was my key to, you know, getting to know the campus. And then, you know, with everything else, it made it easier to, you know, approach people and things like that. But mm-hmm. RIP InfoDesk. Yeah. RIP. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is nearing about 40 minutes here. So do you guys have any, like, last remarks on, like, hard work and determination for the audience? I guess for me, if there's one piece of advice I could give anybody, and I give this to a lot of my friends who are struggling to find their way in life, finding their niche, finding their purpose, what you're doing right now matters. Everything that you're doing right now, every decision you make right now, is going to affect you years down the road. So every skill and um, perspective you have and every habit you have right now, like it, it's going to carry with you for a while. So just make sure that you're surrounding yourself with good people that are willing to support you every step of the way, no matter how awful the storm is. And they're willing to pick you back up when you fail, because you will fail. You will definitely fail. Mm -hmm. But make sure you're surrounding yourself with good people. And, you know, a lot of times, all the things that we do in life, you know, towards the end of it, it feels like just like a gut race. But greatness comes from being the person that finishes that gut race. You know, having the willingness Mm -hmm. to keep moving no matter what the obstacles. And I hope that, you know, that's something that if anybody takes anything away from this podcast that I said today, it's that, that, you know, putting in the work, you're almost there, got it out, finish it out, and it's going to reward you so much that, you know, you're going to inspire other people, you're going to gain personal benefits from it. There's just a lot that comes from, you know, just being willing to gut it out and finish the race. Yeah, definitely. And I think for me, uh, I would say, always realize that it's it's really about progression not perfection 
Uh, I got that from uh, watching Michael Todd, Pastor Michael Todd. Um, it's really about, you know, making sure that you're doing things that help you progress in life, whether they're big or small, and, and, and making sure that you do them in a way that is very much so um, intentional and something that, you know, you know that this is what God wants me to do. And whether it's, you know, a little bit here and there or, you know, you take a whole day out to do it, understand those little progressions help. Mm -hmm. Those little progressions are victories, too. You know, yep. just getting the, you know, establishing the name of something that you're going to do is a progression. Yep. Getting to that vision is little takes little by little steps, you know, and, you know, the, you know, Facebook wasn't made in a, in a night. Nope. No. Amazon was not made in one night. The empires okay. that we see th yeah. today were not made in one night. So understanding that most of these great things that we enjoy nowadays were not made in one night is going to help you with your vision, with you, what your goal set is. And making sure that you uh, go back and talk to God about that. Go back and talk to God about your vision and what you're trying to accomplish in life. So that way it could be prosperous. It's going to be very, very integral in your success. Yeah. So celebrate the small successes. Celebrate yeah. those small successes, keeping God in it every step of the way. Oh, man, you're going to have so much success in life by doing that. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, just hard work. Like, just continue showing your hard work. Continue doing things out of the box, like Adam was talking about earlier. And just continue showing, like, you're all... And remember that, like, it's not going to happen overnight. And just take it day by day as it comes. Um, but, yeah, also, like Jeremiah was saying, keep God in it, and you will be prosperous within him. And then determination, just always having that persistence to keep on going and persistence to just keep fighting no matter what comes your way. And always remember to stay resiliency strong. And thank you guys for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for letting us come on. Thank you. We'll see you guys next time. Oh, 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 oh,